Good morning. My name, my name is Cindy Tyree, and this morning I will be reading Luke 24, verses 1 through 12. On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground, but the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He is risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee? The Son of Man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. Then they remembered his words. When they came back from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to all the others. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the others with them who told this to the apostles. But they did not believe the women, because their words seemed to them like nonsense. Peter, however, got up and ran to the tomb. Bending over, he saw the strips of linen lying by themselves, and he went away, wondering to himself what had happened. This is the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. I would imagine that almost every one of you can quote this verse. It's probably the most well-known verse in the Bible. It goes like this, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God, the God of the universe, the God who created time and space, The God who spoke everything into being. The God who named the stars according to the psalmist. By the way, there's 400 billion stars just in the Milky Way. That God so loved the world. You know what we often do with majesty and bigness and greatness and power? We listen to statements about God which are true and then we hear this so loved the world and we say how? How is it possible that a God that grand, a God that big, a God that has the universe under his control, not only creator but sustainer, how could that God love? You know why we struggle with that? Because we limit God. Oh, we don't limit him on the upper end. We say he's great and mighty and glorious. We limit him on the lower end. We forget that his eternality goes far above the heavens and deep down into the hearts of individuals. That is true greatness. 
For God so loved the world that he gave. We do the same, don't we? We give to those that we love. We express our love by giving. And as a matter of fact, we give beyond our means on occasion just so we could express the greatness of our love in God. So loved the world that he gave his only son. I don't mean to limit the mind of God, but if God were thinking about what the greatest gift were, he would have said to himself, it's my son. God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him might not perish, but have eternal life. The rest of that section that is not quite as famous, but still famous enough, God didn't send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. So here's my suspicion. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just expressing something that is personal. But my suspicion is we think about God's greatness a lot. And we worry about God's condemnation a lot. But do we actually focus as often as we should on the deep, deep love of God? God didn't come in the person of Jesus Christ to condemn. He came to save. So as I think about that verse, which really does define the gospel in the nutshell. Then I think about us. And I think about the things that may have gone through your head, and I know have gone through mine. And they would be something like this. God, I, I have trouble with commitment. I, I can't commit completely to you. I, I know I'm going to fail. And God says, I know that's too. That's why I came. That's why I love you. You, you may say to God, as some of you inevitably have, or as I have, you may say, I, I'm not good at follow through, God. I just, I can make a promise and then I'll break it. I know, I know myself and God says, I know you too. So stop focusing on your follow through and focus on my faithfulness. I am more than enough for your inability. But God, you might say, I, I just don't have what it takes. I can't empower myself to do this. And God says, my strength is made perfect in your weakness. I'm glad you said that 
You don't have enough power. You're right. I do. Or maybe you've said to God, God, I just don't have the faith. I see people around me who have got their faith, but that's not me. I, I just can't trust like that, God. And God says to you, listen to me. I love you, whether you believe it or not. Trust that. You ever heard of a mustard seed, you might say? It's tiny. That's all the faith you need. And, by the way, it's, it's not all the faith that you need. It's enough. It's absolutely enough. I believe in you. So I say to myself on, on days when my faith wavers, I say to myself on days when my commitment is not there, I say to myself on days when my faithfulness is not what it ought to be, I say to myself on days like that or should, God loves you. There are those of us, myself included, that have a hard time receiving love. You understand what I mean? You just, you just can't take it in. So this Easter, I want to challenge you and I want to challenge me to stop already with all the working with all the effort, with all the trying to believe, stop already and just receive the love of God. That must be why Paul, in his epistle to the Ephesians, wrote these words. He said, I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith and I pray that you being rooted and established in love may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Let's pray. Gracious Lord, um, We want to have faith, but we never think we have enough. 
So help us just to trust with what little we have. Lord, we, we want to be loved, but sometimes it's, it's hard for us to receive it. So Lord, break down the barriers in our hearts so that we can receive your love. And Lord, because you allow us to receive your love, may we be transformed, not only inside us, but outwardly. And may we share that love with the world. We know, Lord, that's why you came. We know that on Resurrection Sunday, you proved your love for all humanity. Let us be those who receive it. Through Christ's name we pray. Amen.